You are listening to You've Got Five Options show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello, everyone. This is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. And I just realized that whenever I see Danny's face, like he's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I know that something is going on. Was there something going on today, Dennis? Uh, I don't know. Okay. That's the best answer I can give. That's a, that's <laughs> a good enough answer. Yeah, we hope we are live. Uh, right yes. now yes. and I hope that you can hear us well it has we have quite some record it has come to our attention meaning some people wrote to us that uh, sometimes the internet live streaming option uh, is uh, going cuckoo so basically we sound like an alien mix with dubstep and we are very sorry for that so for everyone who is trying to listen to us via live stream and there are some issues we would like to tell you that there will be a podcast released with this episode so you will not miss it and if you are in Orhus area in Denmark then you can always tune in 97.8 FM and uh, apparently the regular radio works. Yes, apparently the radio radio works, the yes. TV works as well. Yes. So you can also see us on Canal Ostuland and you can also see us on Internet TV for everything. You just have to go to the5options.com. So whether you are a podcast listener, a radio listener, a TV watcher, an Internet TV watcher, we've got you covered. You we just have to go to the5options.com and you'll find the right way for you. Yeah, we are like locusts. We are everywhere. We are coming back like seven Egyptian plaques. You will shut down your TV and we are on the radio. We will not. I wanted to say let you down, but we will not stop stalking you. I think this is what I wanted to say. But before we will show uh, start the show, I wanted to say that today it's a very, very special day. One of the most special days in the year. Because it's Marta's birthday. Yay. Yay! And you know what's even more fun about that day? You know that intro where we have that we abandon our uh, partners and stuff. So Anna Kids. today has abandoned her partner whose birthday it is also today. So uh, happy birthday, Dave. And Dave is the guy who is making all the jingles uh, for our show. Yeah. So uh, you can hear how uh, amazingly talented he is and also has a good sense of humor. Yes. So happy birthday, Dave. Happy and, birthday. Uh, and also uh, what a freaky uh, thing from Anna to get a best friend and a partner from the same day. Yeah, I, I suspect <laughs> some sort of weird conspiracy. I just don't know where this is exactly leading. Because so far it was okay, but probably it will reveal itself. It's it's a very special day in my life, 23rd of August. So I'm celebrating it um, this year kind of mentally because of the little baby that I pushed through my... I think we just <laughs> covered that before in a show. The little baby I have, so we cannot, you know, like celebrate like we normally do with uh, vodka and fireworks, but we celebrate mentally and Marta happy happy birthday thank you and you guys can think whether that's water or vodka I just guess I just guess bet on vodka I, I hope it's vodka because that's a big glass yeah. yes so <laughs> we will see by the end of the show you know what what was in the what was in the glass well, yeah. sometimes it's difficult to say with uh, my sense of humor sometimes yeah. it's difficult to say that is well, correct. I think the time has come, f especially for those who are watching us and are thinking, why is there another lady, a very one that you can see clearly because she's beautiful and colorful? Yes. Why is she sitting there and only smiling? Let's give her a word. Hello, Mambe. Yes. Hello. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yes, we are very happy to have you here, especially that you came all the way from 
Copenhagen. Yes, and it's a, it's really no pressure at all when a guest comes from so far away. Okay, it's a bit of a pressure, so we will try to accommodate you in our uh, in our show, and I hope that you will enjoy the experience. Thank Usually, you. people uh, people like it. I hope that this is what they are saying because they like it. Not Many of them come back, so I think that's a <laughs> sign. <Yeah>. Like <laughs> locus, exactly. Yes. Okay, perfect. So, uh, Mamba, uh, you were invited here for the segment Artist of the Week, but we would like to involve you in more of the things that we'll be discussing today. But please tell us a little bit about your music. Should oh, yes. we allow the, you know, the beautiful jingle to... To be like, you know, on before we go. Dave will kill me and it's his birthday. Okay, put it on. (laughs) Superman Music brings to you Artist of the Week. That was the good sense of humor also yes. included yes. at the very end of the jingle. <laughs> Look, Mommy, it's the moon by Dave. Dave, I'm really sorry that I so ruthlessly tried to skip your intro on your birthday. Uh, sorry for that. Luckily, there are some other Leo slash Virgos sitting around that remember that stuff. Yes. Yes, uh, I actually call them uh, the the gang of 23rds because they were born together and sometimes they have like really uncanny similarities and they are so different normally. But then I see something and oh my God, they are from the same day. So yes, Dave Marta saved your jingle. Yes. Well, now the time is come. You can now go ahead and ask the, that you know that great question. question that you yes. wanted to ask. Yes, I wanted to ask you because actually we have to share the computer. We got very poor on the way, so we have only one. I have mm. looked into your uh, introduction on Facebook page. Yes, and it was written. Uh, wow, global ethnic bass duo, Sonic Travelers. Because there is a second guy. Then I realized there is also a second guy. And I thought it's your husband. Yes, but it's not. everybody believes that. <laughs> so please, really? Yeah, okay. wherever we go, it's like, is your husband? No, we're, we're just partners. You are just partners. I mean, we're we are partners in music. Yes. It's so also to be, it's, a, it's a also a, a, a really intense relation. Kind of like marriage. In a way, In yes, a way, music right? marriage. So <laughs> I, I think that I, I should ask you who is Mamba and... Dano Chilango. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, Dano Chilango is uh, from Mexico and okay. I'm Mamba, I'm Colombian. Mm-hmm. We met in Copenhagen for five years ago. Okay. Um, a big musician from Mexico called Celso Piña was supposed to play in Copenhagen and they need an opening act. in mm-hmm. one of our mutual friends, Gustavo... Gustavo Lopez, that is a culture uh, arrang- uh, event organizer in Copenhagen. He thought that we could do something good together. Okay. Then we met and then the project just started. Just took off. Mm. Okay. B- and I also read that, uh, how to pronounce his name so he won't get offended? Dano Chilango. It's like Danish and Chilango is the guys from Mexico. So Dano Chilango. Dano Chilango. Yes. So he also was in the Royal Danish Ballet. Yes, he's a ballet dancer. Sweet Lord. Life. Okay. That's so he's a new input of the music, uh, the way he feels it. That's the good thing about it. Okay. So you are both now having this project for five years. Yes. So how would you describe it? What kind of music are you playing? Because I could read from uh, Facebook, but why should I if I have you here? So well, what, what we, 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 we like uh, electronic music. Mm-hmm. We like uh, bass like really have to feel it, yeah. And and um, I think we are we are quite opening many ways to 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 um, not reinvented because everything is invented and all the genres are already there. We are living in this global world that everything is mixing each other, yeah. And that's why it's so nice to to see it like the whole world is our playground, and 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 pick up different kind of diversities, rhythms, or ethnic okay. rhythms from the whole world to, to put it into the electronic music. Okay, so you're not afraid to try 
blending whatever actually comes to your mind. Okay, that's really interesting. And we will have a song that we can hear afterwards, after this short interview uh, that you have chosen. And uh, is that song representing some of the... Yes. Okay. Yes. It's, it's a cumbia from, from Colombia. Yeah. And um, But the good thing in, in Set Rival from Mexico, it's it just, I think the good input with us is that we are not afraid to ex mm -hmm. experiment. And for me, we're different. He's the producer and I'm the one who write the lyrics and the, okay. and the, and the, sing, the mm -hmm. singer. And, and for me, it's, it's really important to use that canal to come out with the things I want to say to mm -hmm. the people like me who want a better world. Okay, because and actually that was something I read as well. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, Mark Zucker Zuc Jesus. Zuckerberg. Thank you, Marta. <laughs> I thank, I'm thanking today everyone for help because obviously there is a, a little bit of a distraction here. Uh, you have, there was something that was really interesting. You wrote that you are using the music to convey a message. Uh, and I had a feeling that there is a message that is not just like my message about my artistry, but there is something more to it, like a, maybe a social message or cultural message. What kind of message well, are you I, trying I, I to Well, I grew convey? up in Colombia mm -hmm. and I come to Sweden when I was 16. Okay. And, and then I've been living in Stockholm for many years and I moved to Copenhagen. And, and that's why also Fernando, Fernando came really young. Fernando is the producer, Dano Chilango. He came really young to Copenhagen mm -hmm. to, to work with the ballet. So we see, we, we see us like citizens of the world. Yeah. And, and I mean, in many ways, is, is the identity is there, still there. But for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm Colombian only. I, I also live in Denmark. My kids are Danish. And yeah. that's why for me it's so important that we realized, especially in these darkest times with with the so much uh, limits and so much frontiers, mm -hmm. it's so important that music help people to understand that we are all the same. Okay, so it's actually a very universal message that you are trying to convey. Darker times, that's interesting. Can you tell me why do you think those are darker times? And we don't want to get very pessimistic, no. but <laughs> but uh, I, I think that uh, some people really feel that way, that those are really darker times yes. right now. I think, I, think, I think the darkness always been there, mm -hmm. also the light. I think that we are living in this technology progress that's going too fast mm -hmm. in a way we are forgetting to get in so close to each other to talk to be in the present to see people because yeah. we are attached to these machines then many ways making the life so much easy but it makes us so um no able to have empathy mm -hmm. and without empathy uh, it's more easy for the few people that have the power to to control minds Mm -hmm. And to put uh, um, fear in mm -hmm. people. And when you put fear in people, you start dividing people. And when you start dividing people, there's when it's going dark. <laughs> okay, I actually know exactly what you mean. And uh, I think we will have a little bit of uh, this darkness discussed, but with a very funny undertone in our <laughs> Bullshit of the Week. So stay tuned for that because <laughs> I have digged out some really awesome conspiracy theories about the music industry. Yeah. So uh, and there is something about the mind control and the mm -hmm. darkness. Yeah. So but I think it will be a little bit lighter, hopefully. But before we will get to the song that you have chosen for us, uh, music is not the only thing you do. No. And I'm actually curious what it is because I had no, no idea. idea. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm a body therapist from mm -hmm. this uh, school it calls cell development body system body sts okay it's um, a, a danish school mm -hmm. it's a system that is patent in denmark okay it's going out from it's, it's burning from the um, from the physiotherapy but it, it tries to to get in contact with working a lot with the bridge between the physical and the psychical okay and, and opening up because the body have this amazing ability to heal mm -hmm. if you actually hear it if you okay. actually pay attention if you actually are there and just feel your body mm -hmm. and breathe because we also living especially in this world that is so much technology and productivity that we are living so much up in there in our heads mm -hmm. we are forgetting 
that we are also animals and we are all forgetting this instinct in the stomach that is also a brain feeling brains <laughs> okay that's that's really interesting and it's interesting what Marta will say about this because you were lately experimenting with a couple of things like this yeah yeah I am totally like by this time I like fully buy into the fact that the, our physical <laughs> part of us and the emotional um, mental spiritual parts they are just one system and course, it's just course. it doesn't matter from which point you take it it's all connected mm. and uh, working uh, with body uh, mm. to access those mm. other things mm. i think it's mm. an amazing mm. uh, thing to do and uh, i've been doing recently body movement Oh, therapy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meaning that I was a guinea pig for a lady that has been studying it. So I was her client yeah. on whom she has been studying and she was to the exam yesterday and she passed her exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So congratulations, congratulations Gita. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I totally, I, um, I, I love this kind of thing. So I'm totally, totally into, I didn't hear about SDS before. So I of mm. course went like, hmm, mm, SDS, what is that? Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> read about just, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I read about it a little bit. So for me, it sounds super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say that this is uh, totally true what Marta is saying because now each time I'm like, oh, something hurts me. Anna, have you tried the oils, you know, if you will mix this one and this one and then have you tried this and this? And Marta is like now a walking encyclopedia of uh, alternative mm-hmm. healing. So I'm really, really I'm really impressed with your progress, Marta. Maybe you mm. don't realize, but each time you give an advice, to also look deeply into yourself and and think what the pain, physical pain, might actually symbolize mm. in you, mm. in maybe something that is happening it's, in your it's, life. It's, I mean, with the music is one thing because with the music is also a way of healing. Mm. Because uh, it's I believe that. There. Yeah. But with the with the hands and with the therapy is is like um, for me it's blowing away the the just the act that we are just. Muscles, meat that also can get. I mean, we are so fragile, a persons, mm-hmm. but uh, we are changing this. Where everything is in movement, also our cells, they are changing every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, ev- for every six, seven years, we have a new body almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but we still have the same problems. Yeah. Th- that's uh, strange. And mm-hmm. then we started looking at it, and it's actually the way also w- the the powerful of mind. Eh? Yeah, that we are standing yeah. there in your in our traumas in yeah. our in our things that we have to learn something sometimes we also have something that coming from generations to generations yeah. mm-hmm. we are talking to yeah. to, to deeper traumas eh? and yeah. it's so great because uh, finally the science is catching up mm-hmm. with epigenetics and mm-hmm. neuroscience we are finally having because we humans like things to be explained by science mm-hmm. and it's so great when the science can be used to share that message I am so super excited about it so for our listeners if you are also these people that like to have this kind of things explained scientifically I really recommend Joe Dispenza mm-hmm. for example his book Breaking the habit of uh, being yourself or becoming supernatural mm-hmm. he describes it completely in scientific way mm-hmm. how this uh, all works how the energy works how does it link to our physical health how it links to our emotions spirituality and so on yeah and sorry <laughs> i just really like joe <laughs> i can so, see that yes, and i so. don't know how juan uh, aka juan thinks about your feelings towards yeah. joe that's yeah. her husband and, and joe has sent recently sent me an email inviting me to cancun for his uh, one week long event now did well, he di- yeah he did like to d- other 20,000 people, but I take it as a very personal It is personal, invitation. It's a yeah. sign that you should go to Cancun <laughs> with Joe. It's amazing, I heard. Cancun is beautiful. Yeah, mm. I was there once. So, yeah, definitely yeah. my heart goes out there. <laughs> with Joe, to Cancun. Yes. You've heard it <laughs> first on You've Got Five Options. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like one to come with me. The, the the big challenge is that we come along with three other beings that don't take well don't don't take care well of themselves yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the three yeah. kids. Three of the five that we are abandoning every week to be here with you. Yes. But let's just hear a little bit of your music, Mambe. Yes. Mambe, because when we talk about music, we'll just call you Mambe. Yes, thank you. We agreed on that. So now is the song and the title is? Uh, Universal Cumbia. Cumbia Uni- Universal. Yes. Cumbia Universal. 
pueblo de lucha resiste y siente Fuego de lucha para mi gente Pueblo de lucha resiste y siente Fuego de lucha para mi gente Fuego de lucha resiste y siente Pido justicia para mi gente Fuego de lucha y hasta la muerte Daño chilango yo aquí presente Latinoamérica aquí presente Pido justicia para mi gente Por el amor a ser fiel a mi arte Que me mantiene conectada Que me ha dado la dicha de poder usar mi palabra Que lujo más grande de expresar mi opinión En un mundo donde muere por defender su valor A mi familia, que no es la sangre que la determina Gracias yo doy por amarme hasta la cima Yo soy humana, yo en la tierra nací La misma tierra que un día me verá morir Thank you, Mamba, for sharing that great song. Yeah. Uh, it was difficult to stay here seated. Um, I would have liked to stand up and dance. But since we are also on the camera, I'm not sure if I would like it to be uh, shared. Not yet. <laughs> But you maybe in Cancun with Joe. Yeah, maybe in Cancun with Joe would be a different... We're going to be here, you know, who's playing this week. That's a really, really good thing that you remember. So mm -hmm. tell us exactly, Mambe. We're going to be, a, uh, we are part of the Fest Uwa in Aarhus. Mm -hmm. We're going to play uh, with the Turkish Telt. Yeah, exactly. Yes, That's also where you can hear Los Fuegos. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're going to be playing Saturday next What Saturday. time? Uh, in the evening, after in nine. After so nine. Okay, after so nine. on Friday, the 30th. No, the, on, on Saturday. 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 The okay. first, yeah, because 31st. I think this uh, that Turkish, oh Jesus, thank you for that. It's a it's a one week festival, yes, yes? festival. So yes. that's why we remember that Los Fuegos is playing on Friday at yes. eight. And I know because I'm staying alone with the baby because the guy that I live with is He's playing play with, with Los Fuegos. Yes. <laughs> and then at uh, on Saturday, I play around nine o'clock, Mamba yes. and. Dana Chilango. Dana Chilango. So the guy you live with, is that your roommate? That is living some kind of child with you, you have to take care of? Or is it more than a guy you live with? That's a, that's <laughs> a father of my child. Otherwise, okay. this would be super cruel. Okay. If I would have one guy making a baby and the other one taking care of the baby. Yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm it would be practical in a way. <laughs> it would be very practical, <laughs> very Game of Thrones-ish, but uh, very cruel, I would say, very cruel. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Just wanted to make sure that our listeners can be, you know, kind of yeah. uh, understanding. The son of my life, my lion. Oh my God, now I really sound like from Game of Thrones. Okay, yes. let's just, yes. Okay, so now the time has come to look into the challenge of the week. Here is Dennis. A 
very challenging challenge of the week. I love that uh, jingle. <laughs> Challenge. And that was not me, that was Marta. Uh, yeah, it makes me laugh. Actually, I love every single one of them. Yeah. Each one of them uh, makes me smile. Uh, so today we have a challenge that has been around me for a while. I've had a couple of clients voicing this kind of challenge. I've had a couple of friends sharing that with me and I could definitely see myself in that challenge a couple of years ago. So um, I uh, have this uh, formulated it from one client that has agreed to share uh, those words. But we will uh, leave the person anonymously. So here it comes. I am a mom and I have an impression that this fact has consumed my identity. I forgot my dreams and passions and became a servant to a couple of small people's needs and passions. And I was really happy for a while, but now I am longing to be myself again. The biggest challenge is that I don't even know anymore what does that really mean. I feel stuck between a rock and a hard place. How do I come back to being me and rediscover my passions? And how do I create time for that? I think this challenge is the most relevant for Dennis. Yes, Dennis, definitely. <laughs> the three of us don't know much about it, but Dennis... <laughs> you look like a mother who lost his identity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we hope that uh, uh, our great uh, TV crew will put Dennis's picture in this moment. <laughs> So that yeah. you can see Dennis. Yeah, we, we've had a short chat before the program and three of us are mothers. Yes. And we definitely can see that uh, this, this can be quite challenging. So first, before we go into a discussion, I'll share with you the five tips that I have prepared for that challenge. So the first thing would be to ask yourself a couple of very you know, the first one especially is quite obvious, but sometimes we forget about the obvious things. How did you love spending time before having children? So that's the first thing, like, you know, just sit down for a moment and first, you know, remember how did you love, what, what really brought you joy when you were spending time before you had children? And if that's not relevant anymore, because it's like, I just love to get wasted until the early morning or something, if that was your hobby, for example. Or I was hunting for a husband. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, you know, it could be, you know, anything. Could be. You could also then look a little bit more back in time and just think about what did you love doing when you were a child? So mm -hmm. um, for the first tip, like uh, how did you love spending time before you had kids? And, you know, also you additionally can ask yourself, when is the last time you tried doing it again? Because mm -hmm. sometimes we know, like I used to love, I don't know, uh, having motivational speeches or I used to love um, singing or whatever, you know, the passion was, but we kind of stopped doing that. Mm -hmm. So we disconnect with it. So like asking yourself, when is the last time you did it? And if it's not so relevant anymore in your life circumstances, then you can also, as the second tip from me, look into what did you enjoy doing when you were a child. Mm -hmm. And uh, if that doesn't bring you much answer either, then I would say sometimes a message can come from looking at uh, a little bit twisted way of what do you envy other people do? Because sometimes when we walk around or we think about some people and something they do in a way triggers us, it brings us a very valuable information mm -hmm. into that that can point out to what you're missing. So just, you know, like observe yourself, switch on this inner observer. And every time you are like, this person does this or, you know, like you feel yourself envying or judging person for doing something, just, you know, take it and reflect a little bit, you know, like, does it 
to ring a bell <laughs> inside of me. Yeah, that bastard Stephen <laughs> King is writing all those books. <laughs> God damn it! That's what exactly, I feel. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you are still like, nope, I'm just a walking zen, and I everyone, I'm happy for everyone, and I don't like anymore what I was doing as a kid. I don't like anymore what I was doing before. There is a great tool, and it's called free flow writing, mm-hmm. and it works the best as soon as you wake up. You just start writing and you can do it with an intention of this knowledge to come to you because you have that information. It's just sometimes very, very stuck inside of you. So if you want to rediscover your passion and you want to allow it to come, it can come to you in this free flow writing. So you can try it every morning or in the evening if morning is not possible because you have to deliver those couple of people. Uh, into different places, young people meaning children. <laughs> <laughs> Not random it, it, young people. No, that it was have just it was just described someone. in this way. Yes. Couple yes. of small people. Yes. yes. And we then assume those are her children. Hope. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have a lot of apologies to do in this show. <laughs> okay, and the last one I would say is inner detective. So if you have not gathered any valuable information, if, it, if nothing we have offered so far brought you uh, anything worthwhile, then Inner Detective is an exercise where you take a little notebook, you carry it around with you, and you write down every single moment that brings you joy. Mm-hmm. And when you do it for 10 days and you are in different situations and you write down every moment that brought you joy, then you can start analyzing the patterns and you can start rediscovering this um, rediscovering this passion that you have. Mm-hmm. And I love this one. I uh, have done it for myself when I was in that situation a couple of years ago and I could not really feel into what's my passion. It has made an amazing difference and now I use it I have recommended it to several of my clients and they've had a similar thing because if you do it thoroughly for several days you get a lot of very valuable information and you can look into patterns of what it is put it together and rediscover that passion for yourself but now it's enough uh, from me and uh, we have our guest today who is also a mom of twins yes yeah. yes and you have this amazing job which is which which sounds like a job itself could be a passion mm. and then you also find the time to be a musician, musician. and artist yes. so share with us you know <laughs> how how do you manage to do that wow it's a really tricky question eh? i think everything in life has uh, sacrifices um i think for me, is to have a good father, a really a really good base, uh, a, a good uh, companion in life that that one. The father best for, for me. the children. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. a good father for the children that actually are standing behind my me and say, okay, go out and do that, and I can mm-hmm. be here and taking care of the kids. Uh, also, to try to liberate yourself or all these all these ideas and prejudices about being a mother. You know why why I am because we only because we've been one doesn't have to mean that we're gonna be the same or life. Mm-hmm. We, you like you say we can always reinvent ourselves, look yourself like a possibility to start be the person you always dream to be instead to thinking about it, just starting mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. And in everything in life takes time and takes a. Uh, like work, hard work, and it's not easy either for me sometimes to to leave my kids uh, at home when I have to go out. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things that impulsed me to continue to do it is the first thing is that I show them that they can always pursue, go after the dreams and do it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what the whole world do it, say, you mm-hmm. can't, just, just show it. That mm. you can do it, mm-hmm. so you can be a role model for your children. Exactly, yeah. one of the things is. Yes. Yeah, and the other thing is um, also that I mean the kids they are not like they are not say, doing what you say; they are doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and they are going. They are coming also. I mean everything is in movement. Every, I, li- I believe a lot in circles. Circles are like starting and endings, and they are like we are like mirrors. And they are coming to teach us. It's, mm-hmm. it's not the old way around. Yeah. We say that we're going to teach our kids, but that's the most st- 
stupid thing to say because they have to. They come. They are coming here to teach us, because if we teach them, then they are continue doing the same stupidities we did. <laughs> they are coming here to show us. Oh, look at myself. Oh my God. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the big big thing. Also, that I I talk to myself. I say, I did a good job. I did a good job. Be good. I mean. Let these expectations because nobody is a perfect mother, nobody is a perfect parent, mm-hmm. nobody is a perfect child. We are all humans and we all have our, our things, our baggage. So just leave it there and just like, hey, I'm okay, I'm a good mother. It's okay to want to kill them sometimes, it's okay. Breathe, <laughs> go out, space, space for you, create it. It's like doing like, an, I, I, it's important to create your time. Like, hey, I need. Two hours every week just for me to take a bath or to go out a walk and hug a tree or what it makes me happy. Mm. That's in the, and also I realize that and I tell myself they are not only my child. They they are they are they are their own and they are borrowed to me for a while and I have to let them go. And when they are let them go, who am I? Mm-hmm. I have to be here and still working with myself because when they are gone, because they will be gone, yeah. I'm going to be here, still here, and they will come back because I'm going to sp- be here the way I am, mm-hmm. I guess. I think we are already having the wisdom of the week uh, coming across <laughs> <Yeah>. in that. <laughs> I actually, so wise, yeah. really, yeah. really wise. Yes, I think it was really great. And uh, especially that part that, you know, who, who am I after my chi- children are, are grown up? And they will, of course, visit, hopefully. Uh, yeah. But, you know, who am I then as a person? Yeah. So that motherhood doesn't take over yeah. completely. And, and one of the biggest things that I learned with this motherhood period in my life that nothing is right and nothing mm-hmm. is wrong we are all yeah. are different in mm-hmm. our way the most important thing is to love them yeah and accept them we are a little bit uh, over time yes. so f- mm-hmm. just before we switch to the next uh, part of our show i just wanted to ask you mambe so after you had your children yes. when was the first time that you were able to take the time for yourself and you know do something you're really passionate about <laughs> there were two months when i went to the festival the reggae festival in copenhagen and i i bring them with me with my best friend and i we bought this uh, protection for years and i have them there backstage and i was on stage <gasps> so awesome. to all the mamas out there <laughs> yes you can you yes, can of course leave you can with your babies and your passion exactly. and you can just connect those two words and thank you for that and let's go for the next part of our show dennis say what <laughs> it's bullshit it's bullshit of the week Yes, it's bullshit of the week, but before we will jump into the bullshit of the week, I would like to say I would like to sincerely apologize to Stephen King that I called him a bastard. (laughs) I did not mean that. I'm sure he's listening to us. You so never thank know. You. Thank and you for that. Again, Anna. apologies to Dave that I forgot about his intro. And I was having a third apology, but I forgot. Well, now we are at the bullshit of the week. And this time I prepared five conspiracy theories from the music industry because we have a musician here live in studio and we have Dennis who also have a recording studio and is a guitarist you are a, uh, you are playing a guitar in yeah. a in bass, bass. multi instrumentalist but bass M- player yes multi instrumentalist yes so he can do basically everything i love I, i've never heard that word it's a very nice word so he can do everything and guys we are immersed in a music industry right now so i will give you five conspiracy theories about the music industry and you will tell me at the end which one is the biggest bullshit. bullshit all right. Yeah. Okay. So number one and Marta, my lovely Marta, who is saving me today on so many levels, you have to tell me how to scroll on this wonderful machine called that computer. Thank <laughs> you. So number one, Britney Spears was on George Bush payroll. We all know who Britney Spears is, right? Yes. The princess of pop. So Hopefully we also know who George Bush is. That was <laughs> a, a former president of the United States. So the conspiracy goes that Britney was actually working for the George W. Bush administration in a low-key, off-the-books type of role. 
Her mission was to divert attention from any potential negative PR problems that the president was facing by creating a hugely public diversion, thus stealing the headlines. Because when George W. Bush was a president, it was the big Britney breakdown, you know, every month something was happening. She uh, first uh, dumped uh, Justin Timberlake and then she married this weird backup dancer. Then she got suddenly two babies. Then she shaved her head. Then she beat a paparazzi with a baseball bat. And at the end, she ended up in a mental institution. So people were convinced that she was working for the George W. Bush administration in order to divert the attention from all the bullshit he was doing. True? Not true? What do you think? Why is she still doing it then? Maybe she's paid now by, <laughs> you know, Trump, you know? It's yeah. Okay, let's pause on that because I, I don't think it's that stupid. I think that there are actually... So, some of that they could be. I mean, yes. it didn't surprise. It couldn't surprise me. She actually make a lot of uh, attention. I mean, that's the work. Yeah. It works like that in many ways. Yes. Uh, so um, I, let's pause on that. Number two. Do you know what Club Twenty Seven is? Yes. Club Twenty Seven is a club. Club. I don't think there were voluntarily members because every member of the club is dead. Yes, Those yes. are the musicians who died at the age of twenty-seven. Yes. So we have Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison from the Doors. Amy Winehouse and Janis Joplin, and there is way, way more, actually. That's quite interesting. So yeah. the theory is, conspiracy theories, that they have sold their souls to the devil to become legends. Personally, I would say it was quite a bad deal if they had to die at 27, but some say that they became the legends because they die so young. Mm. I don't Very know. interesting. I'd yeah. No, no. And I don't believe it. <laughs> I think I think they are great. They were great mm -hmm. artists. They were they were too sensible to this yeah. hard work. It could be. I think so I it's that the age is interesting. That it was twenty seven mm -hmm. years old for all of those guys. Um, but okay, but I have more. So guys, you don't have to decide yet. Yes. Number three, Beyonce. We know Beyonce, right? Is and I will quote that allegedly functionally retarded. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be functionally retarded? I'm quoting from a very wise George source. George Bush. <laughs> kind of. No, the, basically, uh, you are not mentally retarded, like you don't have a disease of any kind, but you basically cannot really function. You are like uh, socially uh, awkward or retarded or something like this. And the theory goes that Beyonce, as uh, many of us know, is this huge superstar. But she was raised by her father from the very early age to be that superstar. So she was actually rehearsing since she was a little girl. She was in a band. Then she was in uh, Destiny's Child. She never really attended a regular school or high school. She was homeschooled. She never had a normal contact with people. Her only world was Destiny's Child and her family. So she never really learned how to operate in a peer group, in a society. She has lacks in education. So that's why she never gives, almost never gives interviews. Her uh, image is very controlled. Uh, basically nothing clicks about her private life and she never goes on camera. So yeah. that's the reason, because some say that she's just very private, but in reality it's because she cannot handle a conversation because she doesn't know how. Yeah, well. well, I think they were at least trying to uh, change that kind of uh, theory by making a movie uh, about her. Mm -hmm. yes. So now it's uh, like a documentary from her, yeah. which is actually quite good. I'm not like a big fan of Beyonce, but mm -hmm. I have seen that movie and it's actually quite quite good. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's interesting. It is definitely interesting. But let's wait for number four. Do you know what Mili Vanilli is? Yes. Milli Vanilli is something that me and Marta are thinking to become if the radio will not pay off. So basically, <laughs> we will sing playback to someone singing for us. Sing playback. So 
So basically, Mili Vanilli was this uh, huge, huge superstar duo from Germany who was singing, girl, you know it's true. You know, I love that song. Ooh, 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 I love you. Oh my God, we did it. <laughs> we are I, getting I prepared for We the don't career. need Mili Vanilli uh, strategy. <laughs> we can do it by ourselves, Marta. Totally, totally. Yeah, but basically what happened for the younger listeners is that they were busted because in, in reality it was the uh, session musicians that were singing and Mili Vanilli was only the face of, of the band and they were performing, dancing and all so on. And everything cracked down when they won a Grammy for the artist of new artist of the year and then suddenly soon after people started to dig in and discover that Milli Vanilli guys cannot really sing. The conspiracy theory is that Milli Vanilli is not the only act like this. That there is actually many superstars, yes. especially the pop superstars, yes. who are using session musicians to sing for them and then they are pretending that they are the one who are singing. What do you think about this one? Um, first of all, I, they were discovered when their backtrack uh, cracked on stage. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's I remember so, that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that, yeah. was, that was a wonderful moment in history. <laughs> girl, you know uh, it, girl, you know it, girl, you know but it. But yeah, I, I think it's true. Uh, it's As far as I know uh, in, in the music industry, it's, it's a known fact that there's a, a woman singing on the records, dubbing. Uh, yeah, we were talking about her earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot her name already. Britney Spears. Britney Spears, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, dubbing or leading on the records. Mm -hmm. And that uh, backtrack, that double track is used live as well because she's really not a good singer. Uh, well, that actually is quite confirmed. Yeah. And now number five. So this is the hot one. Music industry is controlled by Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati was an actual group in 18th century that came from Germany, Bavaria, and they were secret society, although not so secret if I can find information everywhere. And they were about, you know, uh, enlightenment and all these kind of things. Over the years or actually centuries, they grown into that legend of people who are controlling everything, right? And the, the conspiracy theory is that Illuminati are controlling music industry. So if you want to become a pop star or any kind of star, you actually have to obey their orders and you have to to sing a specific type of music and you have to make a specific type of videos because this is how they control the youth of the nations because music actually is very influential the videos you know you see bling bling you see nice girls or whatever and they are actually uh, responsible also for uh, for many of those you know superstars like Beyonce and Jay-Z are the kings of Illuminati and if a superstar does not agree they will kill that superstar or kill and clone the superstar and put a clone um, instead. So what do you think about this one? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's not, it's not a, a secret that everything is always been, if you start from small levels like a little village or a country or a market, it's always going to be the son of circles like It's a it's a big market music production, mm -hmm. and it's no secret that, like you say before, we know so many, especially in the pop, mm -hmm. that there there is a product mm -hmm. to make money and to, in a way, t I I believe that in a way is to be to to make still make people f be there in this same um, superficiality. There's nothing. If I'm talking about music, there is waves also with the waves where the the, the, the people really want to hear more things with content and then it's also waves that everything is so shitty music so crappy <laughs> they just found the formal that works for the people and it's going there and everybody's like oh la 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 okay so now please tell me which one is the biggest bullshit from all of them quick vote because we have to yes. jump into the wisdom which I think, one i think beyonce beyonce is the biggest bullshit yeah dennis It's a tough one. I think uh, the, the Britney Spears and the Illuminati are... are it, it's such elaborate secrets that they would be impossible to keep. 
Okay, I Marta? Mean, being okay. a functional retard, it, do you mean, is, is, it, um, is it clinically retarded? No. Okay, so Social. she's just socially inept yeah. in some kind. Yeah. yeah. That's like Michael Jackson over again. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely possible, but I don't believe it. Okay. Marta, quickly. I think the Illuminati was way too, like, way with too cloning and stuff. Uh, the, the beginning was like, yeah, that sounds true. But when it already came to, like, killing and, yeah, yeah. killing and cloning, I... Yeah, but the Illuminati, are the, they're supposed to have this elaborate secret that yeah. mm -hmm. gives them power, some yeah. super knowledge, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But yeah. Why in the world would they control the music industry? I mean, the Money. music... And yeah, that's but, but power. So they control the news, <laughs> they control the movie industry, the, the music industry. That's somebody do. Th that's I don't know if it's <laughs> Illuminati, but somebody do. Yeah, of, of course. But <laughs> I mean, so like a musician, if, you have, if I don't know the right people, everything is a, is a, is a, is a mafia in a way. Yeah, networks, networks, networks. So there is yeah. like, if I don't know the right people, I'm not going to be playing in the radio. Yep. That's the thing. But is that Illuminati? Are, are, are we? There's exactly, I don't know. It could be blah, another, blah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is what happened when two musicians started to talk. <laughs> I'm wondering now if I'm Illuminati because we, we invited Mamba. Uh, it's a very interesting discussion, but guys, we have to jump Wait, yes. jump into yes. the next one yes. because we also have a phone call to make today afterwards. Yeah, and since we are very short of on time, Wisdom of the Week will be a very short one today. So the wisdom of the week today will just be a short uh, quote. There will be no discussion. So motherhood has definitely been the most humbling experience in my life. It just turns your world upside down over and over again. It gets you places where you can prove that you are a superhuman. You can live on no sleep and barely any food for days, right after you have withstood the immense pain of giving birth. But it may also take you some of, uh, but it can also take some of us to dark places where we act like underhumans. We can feel so trapped and overwhelmed that we just lash out. Motherhood will give you your most precious memories but it will likely also present you with your most regretful and difficult moments. And the pressure is high. The pressure from the society, from the family, from your partner, from media, from your kids, from your mother, and above all, from yourself. It can be immense. So that will be it. It's a quote from my own article. <laughs> uh, you just described my Wednesday. Thank you very much. <laughs> and for anyone who wants to know more, you can find the link. It's my five steps journey to realizing I will never be a good enough mom. And now we are going for the last segment. G From the left field. So, guys, now I am trying to call voter, uh, which is our special guest on on the left field. Hello, this is Walter. Hi, voter. Can you hear me? Yes. Fantastic. This is Anna from You've Got Five Options. I have here Marta, my co-host. Hello. And also Hello. our guest Mambe, who is a musician. Hello. And Hello. I and I wanted to present for all of you guys a really fantastic thing that I have discovered over the weekend. So, Walter, I will just tell uh, everyone how I discovered what you are doing. I was sure. just minding my own business. And I saw on WhatsApp in a group called International Sin Viola, which is a group for International Sin Viola, a voter putting a link for his initiative. And I was like, okay, I will click. By the way, I'm on that group. I always read. I never write. So I'm like that kind of silent stalker. And then I opened a world of uh, card games. And I love card games. And I saw your card game, which is called... Boss Battle Bunnies. Exactly. Boss Battle Bunnies. And I actually got in love with your card game. And I thought, oh, my God, this guy is my neighbor. And he basically <laughs> is doing such a fantastic thing. So 
if you could tell us just under a minute, like you would have to explain to a five-year-old, what is the game about? Um, yeah, it's it's basically a really uh, quick and fun card game where you and um, so uh, three to six players total. Mm -hmm. uh, you go on an adventure, like you go in a dungeon to wow. find treasure or whatever. And then um, basically every card you draw is like opening a room in a dungeon. And behind there, there could be uh, an, a cool armor or a monster you have to fight. Or maybe you get cursed or maybe you get the curse your friends. Um, so it's I really like... Yeah, it's a, a fun adventure, um, but pocket-sized, basically, because it's uh, it's a deck of cards, um, so you can take it everywhere. Okay, that sounds fantastic, especially that part with cursing my friends. I really, <laughs> I really need an excuse for doing that, so thank you for yeah. this. Uh, please tell me what's unique about your game. Um, so the cool thing is, is that it's... Um, well, th there's two cool things about it, actually. Um, the first thing is that it's two-in-one. Mm -hmm. So you can also use these cards as a, a regular set of playing cards. So you can play play poker or solitaire or crazy eights, go fish. Um, mm -hmm. All your your classic games you can uh, use the um, uh, you can play those as well on the go. Um, and then the second thing is that I used to all the illustrations used to be made by me, which is nice for consistency. You know. You, um, yeah seeing what kind of card you 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 pull but um then i decided that it would actually be cooler if i asked different artists to make illustrations so you get a bunch of different styles um so now around 18 yeah 18 i think uh, artists have contributed like 54 illustrations and some are like cartoony and some are more realistic and some are 3d um some are made out of felt or clay um, so you almost have a, a pocket art book. That, that's that's really sound fantastic. And for uh, people at the radio, I know that it's hard to imagine uh, how the double deck look like. Uh, but uh, for those of you who are watching us on TV, you actually see the pictures and it's basically, you know, you have the picture of the bunny or, or something like voter described. And then at the top you have uh, two, three, uh, four, you know, the numbers of the normal deck. So you can use it as a normal deck, but also you can also play the uh, boss battle bunnies. Of course, we have to ask you why bunnies, because why bunnies? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. I've I've been drawing like cartoon animals since ever since I can remember, and uh, I think most of uh, the meeting notes I make at work are are doodles. Okay. Um, um, and there, there's just something nice about drawing. Like I usually start with the ears when I'm drifting off into thoughts. I usually start drawing <laughs> a bunch of ears and. Um, so uh, it started as a pile of doodles, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should uh, use that for something. So that's bunnies. Okay, Voter, our time is almost up, but the last question, I guess the most important, would be how can we support you? Because right now you are on Kickstarter, right? Yes. So tell us in 30 seconds, what can we do to support your project? Um, basically, it's just uh, about spreading the word. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's, it's not so much... Uh, well, it is the financing part, uh, of course, also. But um, when I play this game with uh, strangers or with friends, they they all seem to love it. But the hard part is, you know, to get to spread the word. So th that is the most important thing for uh, right now. If you if you're interested in it, let your friends know, and your colleagues. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. we, we hope that this uh, radio show and uh, the TV version will help with spreading the word. Thank you so very much for this yeah, interview. For and all the information, guys, you can see on the screen and the game is on Kickstarter. You can back it up, make your pledge and then actually support word, vo Voter also a bit financially. So thank you very <laughs> much. Have a great weekend. Yeah, and you're welcome. Th thanks. Bye bye. And thank Go you, Mambe, for coming to the studio thank with you. us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Yes. I think we are done. Are we done? No, we are not done. How many seconds do oh. we have? 
let's put something. Apologies to Stephen King and Dave. I'm trying to capitalize on this on this moment. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like.